Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill. And this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love. So welcome to episode 184. Welcome back, everybody. We are so excited to have you guys all here because we have a very special guest today. It's another very special guest episode. You guys might know her. We've talked about her multiple times on the podcast. She's a friend of the pod, fellow podcaster, the host (laughs) of the Rock the Cash Bar podcast, Diane Gallagher. Yay! Yay! (laughs) This is actually... Not the first time you've been on our podcast. You were actually a guest, the only guest that we had. Didn't you? You guys did an episode that we put up for our Patreon. Yes. Like way back in the oh, day. Oh, right. I yeah. forgot about that. Because yeah. my dog's just- old vet killed somebody. Was in a murder for hire plot thing that you guys did a story about. And then she jumped off a building and killed herself. And I was like, that was my vet. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something about Diane Gallagher. She has her (laughs) finger on the pulse of every murder that is happening anywhere across the state of Texas. Has happened, (laughs) happened a long time ago, or is going to happen. She knows it all. Yeah, somehow it is tangentially related. Like anytime we do a story that is anywhere near you, I feel like you're like, oh my God, that's my cousin's best friend's neighbor and I have the inside scoop and we're like, tell us more. Well, I keep, I'm telling you guys, you have to do the story of Clara Harris. It was, it made national news, but it was a woman that ran over her husband like years ago. She caught him cheating and like, um, I, I won't tell the whole story, but like she hit him and then did a victory lap ran over him again like killed the shit out of him and i lived here where i live now for eight years not knowing she lived on my street when it happened i passed her <gasps> house every day and i didn't oh know oh my god <laughs> murder just comes to you i know i mean and snow i think white <laughs> she like just animals got- to snow white I mean, and she just got out of prison recently, and I think Oprah interviewed her in prison. It's a whole story. You should you should do it on your podcast. Cause, yeah, I have heard this story before, um, but and I I thought I did do it, but maybe I did, and maybe I just like saw the story, and it's all just it's all just one big true crime blur. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I told you this, Sally, but I discovered the other day. Um, with that you had we had double we had done a quickie two times oh really you know that yeah no what was it and the only reason i know this is because (laughs) i had lost when i lost all my like i lost like 90 percent of all of my pictures and contacts and what i call the great information loss of November 2022. RIP. RIP. So old pictures. I only have a few old pictures, but I had an old picture of like um, a picture I downloaded when I posted about it, but it was the um, the couple that scammed, um, that ran that scam with the fake homeless guy. Oh. Yeah, we really? just did it recently, but we had done that story like Four years ago. Oh, shit. I didn't Wait, we did, we did it as a quickie? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I did it as a 
because I you think know, I even said during that episode, we like this is, I was like, this is like a story we would have probably done as a quickie at the time. <laughs> Your subconscious well, is like, things yeah. weren't correct. <laughs> you did, you ding dong. <laughs> and I was just like, that seems so crazy that we've never done this before. You know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, you do one story about a lady running over her husband. I haven't you done all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We will do it again. We'll yeah. Do, you know, if we <laughs> did do it, guys- we may not have done it. <laughs> well, before you guys get into it, I was going to say on my podcast, Rock the Cash Bar, uh, this episode that we just dropped today was about murder ballads. We didn't just do one I song. S- I saw I that. I saw that with Jeremy Essek. Yeah. And, yeah, and our, so our I was friend. thinking about... I was thinking about you guys, how it's almost always a woman who poisons a man. And uh, in one of the songs, the Down by the Willow Garden, it's a man that <laughs> poisons his woman with burgundy wine, stabs her and throws her in a river. I was like, damn, like she got murdered. What a little it- pussy. I know. Pussy <laughs> <laughs> way to kill. Like, it's cool if a woman does it. But yeah. <laughs> No, um, you had to drug her first. Okay, is that is that the song like that's what's that like Richard Mark song about leaving a like I swear I left her by the river. Remember like t- like Richard Marks was so like happy and poppy in eighties, and then he did that one song that took like a really dark turn. Oh God, do you I remember just remember song? right here waiting for you? I guess that's not it. Yeah, <laughs> lovely song. <laughs> No, if you want to just know real quick, it was a song that was popular by the Everly, Everly Brothers, but I fell in love with it when Holly Hunter is singing it to her baby in Raising Arizona. Um, Shut up! Yeah, Sorry, this is so crazy, but I watched Raising Arizona on Saturday for the first time ever. <laughs> Never seen it, but I'm a huge like Coen Brothers fan. And when that song played, Jim, my boyfriend, was like, that's the song that I heard the other day that I knew was in... That movie isn't that weird? That is weird. That's, that's so, really that's so weird. weird. But yeah, my my what? husband's obsessed Sorry. with Holly Hunter. My husband's obsessed with Raising Arizona. He has a tattoo on his shin of High McDonough with his like his prison photo. So and it's a good tattoo. Um, yeah. <laughs> and but he he's in love with Holly Hunter in that movie, and especially her singing this song about a guy about to be hung for killing someone to little Nathan Arizona <laughs> as a little baby. Oh yeah, yeah. I love anyway. that. What a, it was a what great a movie. World. You know yeah. what I noticed though? I was really looking forward to that Holly Hunter kind of sad talk thing that she does. <laughs> right. She doesn't do it in Raising Arizona. So it's it was a developed kind of Holly Hunter sad talk thing that she did develop yeah. over the years. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? I do. She still she, has she the doesn't accent. do it in that movie. Yeah. She has the accent, but not the classic Holly Hunter, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, please. I would love for you to do it some more because <laughs> I'm not quite good in it, Jam. Give it, just give it a try, Sally. I mean, it, this could very quickly develop into Reba. <laughs> it's the same. J- Jody Foster. It could be. It could easily go Reba. Or Jerry Foster <laughs> with a hard S. Let's please get a please get a movie with all three of them in it. 
the new oh, the, the oh, yeah, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's yeah. Angels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them will just be telling it like it is all the time. They're like, you can't have three straight shooters. <laughs> no. Someone's got they all three have rifles. <laughs> yeah. Three straight sh- shooters makes a circle. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so good. Awesome. Uh, well, Diane, <laughs> All right. tell us a little bit about your podcast. I mean, we've been on your podcast, but tell the people yes. about Rock the Cash Bar because it's such a good podcast. We've talked about it on here before, obviously. But um, yeah, tell us about the podcast in general. Tell us about your favorite episode that you've done lately. Ooh. Um, okay. So what we do is each week, my co-host and I, Ben, we pick one song and we just kind of go through the lyrics and then we we break it up and we get goofy and we tell like personal connections to the song, why we like the song, what we thought the song was about versus what the band says it's about, what the general public thought it was about. And um, and then if we have a guest, we have a guest once a month. And uh, if we have a guest, we have them tell us a guilty pleasure song, which is always fun. Um, yeah. And then, and that's it. Like one week I'll pick a song. One week he'll pick a song. One week we do a Patreon drawing and they get to pick a song. And then we have a guest. But I picked a song once. Yes, it was so yes. awesome. I did uh, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. And I was yeah, so proud really because you guys had not really listened to Flaming right. Lips very much. And I would, li- when I listened to the episode, you guys both were like, it's so great to like get into a new band. And I was like, yes, yes! <laughs> made me so happy. Oh, we awesome. got We got really into it. Like I always knew the Do You Realize song and I knew about the Yoshimi yeah. song, but we do like deep research each week. And then I fell in love with the lead singer and his whole yep. vibe. And uh, <laughs> I think Ben got really into it. And he was like, who do I have to thank for getting this into my life? He was really happy. <laughs> Sally. This gal. Sally. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's going to be the most like fulfilling feeling yeah you know when you introduce someone to music and it like changes their life you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i mean this is my first experience with that because i don't (laughs) generally like i'm not just i mean i love music but i'm not someone who's like like jen i feel like you are like really into music like you listen to cool music you would be you would introduce somebody to a cool band like i'm just like oh yeah i like the same songs i've been listening for to for the last 10 years so it made me feel very cool. I felt that's cool. You are cool. cool. Thanks, well, we, what's your favorite? <laughs> um, sorry to interrupt, Go but on. I so I love misheard lyrics. Love, love, oh, love, yeah. love. And I'm pretty sure I asked you this on the when we were on your podcast. But remind me again, what's your favorite misheard lyric? Oh gosh, uh, you're putting me on the spot because that's another thing. When we started the podcast we would have people write in because we know like the popular misheard song lyrics that everybody not, does mm-hmm. like the dunder chief, uh, dunder cheap, whatever. But we're like, no, we want to hear your personal ones. The ones you yeah. were way off on. And, yeah. um, right off the top of my head, I think about, uh, it was that old town road. Uh, what did my friend Michelle, and I'm going to talk about her later. Uh, what did she think he was saying? I'm going to take my horse to the hotel room and we're going to ride. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Michelle. (laughs) That is a good one. (laughs) And she's just singing along like, yeah, okay. That's what you do with your horse. (laughs) Gonna take my horse to the hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) 
my favorite one because it's so absurd and to this day I have no idea how she came to this to this lyric. I have it makes no sense to me. But my dear friend Corey, um, she you know the song um I'll tumble for ya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um so she thought the words were don't call my lawyer. <laughs> like how? How though? None of that makes any sense. Like don't call my like she truly thought it was don't call my lawyer. And like I can't I still to this day can't wrap my head around that. How that could call even happen. Call my lawyer for you. I don't know. <laughs> It's like one of those things where, like, if you hear it once, like, you can't – if you think something is that, like, you can't unhear it. I've noticed Mm -hmm. that even when I'm captioning things, like, if I caption something and I'm like, I know what we said, but you can't really hear it, as soon as I caption, I'm like, I swear you can hear it better. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. We did a whole episode with uh, uh, Nate Abshire, and we did the song Lawyers, Guns, and Money by Warren Zevon. I misunderstood the whole point of the song. I thought he was like <laughs> singing the praises, like I love lawyers, guns, and money. Like I didn't until I read the lyrics. I was like, oh no, he's asking his dad to help him get out of prison and bring lawyers, guns, and money because he's in trouble. Oh. I didn't know. I was like, I'm so dumb because I always was like, I don't like that song because he's just like, hmm. it feels very Texas. It feels like the Texas anthem, lawyers, guns, and money. Right. Um, <laughs> but that's not what the song is about. <laughs> So that was I fun. don't think I've ever heard that song, but <laughs> I, think- I would probably think the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, or like songs that you sing incorrectly on purpose to annoy people oh, that's and then you can't unsing it that way, <laughs> you know, or like I can't one? stop. Well, I, like, um, we were just talking about this the other day is, um, from the Karate Kid, um, it's, a friend of mine used to sing it wrong to annoy her brother and then I couldn't stop singing that way was um, instead of you're the best around. It's like, you're the best, the best. And like, say it, keep saying the best, the best. <laughs> just to annoy him. And now I can't not sing it that way. But um, another is just like calling. I love to call um, Mary Poppins uh, or Harry Potter like Harry Poppins or Mary Potter just nice. to drive my kids insane. I'm like, nice. what are you guys yeah. watching? Harry Poppins? <laughs> like, oh, God, mom, mom. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you guys listen to, we'll talk about it again at the end, but listen to the Rock the Cash Bar. It's so fun. It's such a Thank fun you. podcast. Thank you. Yeah. It's such a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We love it. We love it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's get into our quickies. Okay. All right. Um, I'll go first. You guys, this week I have brought to you um, what I think is a, I think of as a classic dumb love quickie. It is uh, a listicle <laughs> about funny bad date stories. And this one is from a website called don'tquitdating.com. It's Australian. Um, and this article is by Sadie Turnbow. So I'm just going to give you a couple of them that I thought were really funny. Okay. (laughs) A girl reached out to me for a date. When she came to the date, she showed up, waved at me, left, and then called me. She had put me in her phone as someone else and scheduled a date with me thinking I was that other person. Oh. Aw. And she couldn't even like say it to his face. 
Yes. No. <laughs> Which makes, makes me think she's lying. Oh, you think that she was just like. She had another reason. She's not. I'm not into that. I don't know. I don't know. Why can't you just go oh. and be like, yeah. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. But hi, I'm sorry. I got to go. I don't know. People are weird. I don't like people that just are weird like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's something. I mean, I, that feels very like a very teenager thing to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very immature. Also, that's that's also like somebody who yeah. met somebody at a bar and put them in her phone. She put it in her phone like Johnny Blue Eyes or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. I'm just very, very, very big against teeth. the ghosting thing in general. Like show your – don't leave someone stranded at a bar. That's so fucking rude what these people are doing. It's, I know. I think I just – didn't somebody in the Atlanta comedy scene just post something about that um, – someone ghosted their um or left the date that they brought to their open mic and like ghosted them and left the open the people sitting in the audience oh, isn't that really? so fucking rude yeah somebody just posted i think holly posted something like hey if you're gonna do that at least give me a heads up because she, she hosted the show and like you know was and she made a joke about it but somebody actually did that so, that's so terrible. People are yeah. cowards. Oh. The, the, this yeah. has made people cowards. They do not know how to have face-to-face confrontation it's anymore. True. And I hate it. I yeah. There's only one person that I ever like ghosted and let communication just completely – like I didn't communicate. And that's because on a date, I talked about how like I think ghosting is immature and I would so much – like. I always appreciate honesty, even if it's brutal. I respect the person just so much more. And I was like, don't you? And he was like, no. He was like, I would so much rather be ghosted. And I was like, you'd rather be ghosted? He was like, yeah, I just like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that you don't like me. I don't want to. I was like, okay. Wish (laughs) You're like, you're welcome. (laughs) You asked for it. I I was like asking. I know. You literally told me to do that. So, if they request it, then fine. That's the only time. Yeah, I mean he he put in his order, and his order was one ghost. (laughs) Coming up, I served it right up. All right then. Um, Okay, the next one is he showed up forty five minutes late to brunch and only talked about his truck. Then he invited me to his apartment, so I figured I would give him another chance. He was very excited to show me his new Lazy Boy recliner, which I sat in. I said, this is a nice chair. I like it. He pets my hair and said, oh, I bet you do. Oh, my God. Oh, was so this my murderer? My grandpa? That's so weird. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why did you, why were you like the guy who's late to brunch and only talked about his truck? Then you're like, oh, he invited me to his apartment, so I should go. Like, I no. know, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't sound like a very good dater. No. No, you got yeah. to cut that off. You yeah. know, that's the guy that was holding a fish on his profile picture, too. Oh, oh absolutely. 100%. He was. <laughs> a fish or a gun. He was like, look at my yeah. fish. Yeah. Yeah. Fish, I'll just go. Fish was next. Uh, Okay. So when we were 18, my friend met a guy through Snapchat that she wanted to go out with. So we planned a double date. We were all going to meet at Chick-fil-A for dinner and then play games at her house afterward. He arrived to pick her up with two 14-year-olds. 
He wasn't babysitting them. He wasn't related to them. And he didn't find them hitchhiking. They were his friends. So me, my date, my friend, Snapchat guy, and two 14-year-olds ate some Chick-fil-A until my friend faked a family emergency and we left. (laughs) Please tell me she's 45. (laughs) (laughs) They were 18, which is like, okay, still. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Okay, this next one is a similar theme. Okay, I was volunteering at a master's studies orientation market when we met. The cute girl had a nice chat and set up a date. I think I was 22 or 23 at the time. When the day comes, I pick her up at her place. It turns out she lives with her mom and they have a rather childish argument about whether or not her bicycle lights are working, but all right, moms will be moms. We have dinner and talk about This and that. She tells me about her horse. I tell her about when I tried horseback riding as a kid and we laughed. She talks about an actor who is so cute. So instead of walking downtown after dinner, we decide to see the latest movie with that actor because why not? It's chilly anyway. During the intermission, we talk about music and she hasn't heard any of the bands I listen to, which is odd because they're all evergreen pop and rock acts. I ask her about the music she likes and she mentions many current boy bands. I'm starting to have a horrible hunch and ask her a few more questions before I finally give in to the sinking feeling and ask her the question, how old are you? It turns out she's 14 and a half. The guy behind what? us just about chokes on his popcorn as he realizes what's happening. It turns out she wasn't at the orientation to find a master's study. She was tagging along with her older sister, who I never met or heard about. Uh, oh, my God. Oh. And the mom just let her go on the date? Yes. I guess. Uh. Maybe she didn't know how old he was, but isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yes. I, uh. Oh, my God. The guy that I had my first kiss with, um, his name – well, I'm not going to say his name. I was about to say his name. Um, so his name was uh, – so we met when we were like 13 and it was my first kiss. And then – and this was a, a summer camp. And then later when I was 16, I was a counselor at the same summer camp. And I heard this girl who was in my cabin, she was like 12 years old, talking about her boyfriend who had the same name as this guy who was my first kiss. And I was like, huh, is this insert name from so-and-so? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, is he 16? And she was like, yeah, but he thinks I'm 14. <laughs> and oh, I was like, no. oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, my God. The guy that I kissed the first time was dating a 12-year-old. Oh, oh God. my God. Okay, yes. so fucked Listen, up. Listen, I'm not shocked. I have friends now who are divorced <laughs> and trying to fuck 20-year-olds. Okay, it's what they do. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Whatever. <laughs> they like them younger. It's what they do. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, Okay. The plan was to have dinner and games and play games at my house. On his way over, he called and asked me if he could bring his son. I didn't know he had a son, but I didn't have a choice at this point as he was already driving. Upon arrival, he introduced me to his son, a stuffed baby Yoda doll. He holds, talked to, and feeds it dinner. I attempted to speed up the date. Finally, at 9 p.m., I say I need to head to bed as I have an early morning. He hugs me, goes in for a kiss, and then bites my chin. (gasps) I think he's disabled. 
I don't know if that one is real, but I'm just going to live my life as No, if. that's so bizarre that that's real. That really <laughs> right? happened. It definitely happened. You imagine someone's like, this is my son. You'd be like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, the whole time I would be like, am I on Punked? Am I on – Yes. <laughs> like – What's the really famous one right now with the three dudes? Sal, Volcano. Oh. Uh, I said Volcano. Impractical oh, Jokers. Impractical Jokers. Practical I would jokes. think yeah, that yeah, yeah. somebody was daring this guy to do this on a date. Yeah, you're like looking for an I earpiece. Too, like, yeah. who's in your ear? Yes. Who's in your ear? Yes. That's oh, horrible. Oh, God. Horrible. That's crazy. Okay, this one's really short. He took me to Olive Garden and peed in the parking lot. Oh, <laughs> oh God. But it looks like Tuscany outside of the old For those people that had their wedding photos taken yes. outside of the old uh, facing oh beauty. My God. Oh, God. God. This one just makes me laugh so much, and I don't know why, because I can just picture it. Yeah. He whispered the whole time, and I couldn't hear a single word he said. I kept mentioning that the restaurant was loud. It wasn't. And asked him to speak up. I was forced to do the smile and nod, which didn't work very well because he gave me a few weird looks that made sh- clear I was smiling and nodding through a question. Oh, I just God. think it's so funny to oh. think of like someone in a restaurant just being like, hey, so how have you been? That would drive me crazy. <laughs> it would drive me crazy. so crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I, I um, go back on my ghosting thing. I think I'd have to just be like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> right? Where you're just like, that's, like, that's it. I think you've gotten your chance. <laughs> he would, if he's the kind of if, person that you would have to just take out a napkin and like write it down and slide it to him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. date's over. <laughs> I can't hear you. I hear you. I literally cannot hear you. <laughs> Um, okay, this is the last one. Okay, the guy I'm came sorry. to my door. Was, oh no! Quick, this just made me laugh thinking about um. I I my dad lost his hearing at a young age. Some I'm like partially deaf in one year because of an accident I had when I was a kid, and I'm always terrified that I'm gonna lose my hearing because all I do is have headphones on all the time, yeah. like listening to music. And when I remember, I'm like, it's like my fifth date or something with Jim. We went to the movies and the movie started. We went to see the menu and I was like, oh my God, it happened. I'm, I'm deaf. I'm totally deaf. I'm like looking around watching everyone watch this movie and I couldn't hear a single thing. I was like, I'm finally deaf and I don't know how to tell this person. That, and then all of a sudden, Jim turns to me and he goes, can you hear anything? I don't think any. And, and then everyone turns around and like, I don't think the sound's on. <laughs> I was like, how did we all let this go for like 15 minutes? Seriously. I was totally checking myself into a hospital. What the hell? You were like having a panic attack. <laughs> yes. I was a thousand percent convinced that I had finally gone deaf. What are like, like, all right, don't anything. Turns out everybody's just really lazy and nobody wants to get up and say anything. Well, everyone's having the same bizarre mass hysteria because if everybody else is just watching, then everybody's like, well, they can hear it. Oh, my God. Like, that's really funny. Oh, God. That would be a good, like, social experiment, I guess, to see. Yeah. It's like the thing where one person gets in the elevator and then everybody else gets in the elevator and just faces them. Yes. And just yeah. to see how slowly they go insane. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or if they can oh just God. be like, I'm not here. 
God, um, so okay, here's the last one. The guy came to my door. I opened it. He said, I'd give you an eight, but you're wearing pants. And then I shut the door again with him on the other side. It was a concise date. There you go. Good. I think is perfect. Wait, he gave her an eight because she wasn't wearing a dress? He said, I'd give you an eight, but you're wearing pants. So he's not even giving her an eight. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. I'm so sure stupid. he was just perfection himself, you know? It's Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, the I guy that ra- rated Sally and I had no teeth. <laughs> he gave us a five and a four and a half, and he literally had <laughs> I no was teeth. A, I was a four and a half tops, <laughs> <laughs> and you were maybe a five. <laughs> and he didn't Fucking have guy. teeth. Of course he no, no, he had no teeth. <laughs> no teeth. No teeth. <laughs> Oh, the ego. Oh, man. I know. It's wild. (laughs) Anyway, so that's my quickie. Sorry. Okay, so my quickie for this week, I was sure that you were going to do this quickie because I've I've seen a couple people post about it, Um, but you didn't. Thank God. I didn't. Um, (laughs) But uh, this is um, from an article for people.com written by Jason Hahn, Um, and it is about a couple – that married couple with three kids took a DNA test and then they found out they've been married for 10 years, took a DNA test and they found out that they are cousins. <gasps> Isn't that horrible? Mm. So, first? Um, like first. Yes, first. That's why you okay. should not take DNA tests. <laughs> I, I know. There's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't on this podcast, also. particularly. <laughs> also, but if you murdered someone, you should exactly. <laughs> um, Selena Canonas, uh, a realtor from Colorado, um, post and she posted about it in a TikTok that's been viewed over 4.4 million times. So far, the reaction to the video has been mixed. Um, there's a lot of negative comments, like people mm-hmm. keep uh, people are saying things like, "Why, why, why would you do that? And why would you post this?" You know. But she said that she takes everything with a grain of salt. She said, "I'm a realtor, so I'm used to getting badgered all the time. So I'm like, uh, it's nothing." Which that's kind of a weird <laughs> comparison, but yeah. Um, yeah. so. They, um, after a few months of dating, her and her husband, Joseph Canones, um, got married back in July of 2006. So even though back in 2006, their families met each other, nobody made the connection that they were related. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. So, um, so they, um, she said, we ended up having our wedding and even then our grandmothers seemed to be a lot alike and they got along, but still nothing clicked. And he said, we didn't think about it. I never saw her at family reunions, funerals, or weddings. But then um, when they took the DNA test to my myheritage.com, they did their swabs, put it in the mail and sent it off. And then when they got the results in and they searched the family tree DNA, um, that's when she saw him pop up as her cousin and she said that she went oh no and so she actually said that when she got the results she started doubting if her and him her husband should stay together she said that she was in shock she was depressed over it at first but then she said that she um said to herself you know we already have three kids and all of them are healthy um they've got two sons age 15 and 13 and a 10 year old daughter she said they have 10 fingers 10 toes but i was still in just this 
but just it was still just a shock. He told her, babe, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Just brush it off. Um, and she said that she thought about getting divorced and wondered if they should even be together. And then after a while, she said, nope, we're just staying together. There's nothing we can do about it. I'm not going to let some blood come between us. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I just don't. I mean, oof. They have teenage kids. I just don't know that I would be putting that online. Like that's that's rough. I think I would I be keeping that one to myself. Well, our <laughs> good friend Catherine Blanford, who's a very funny comedian, who's blowing up. I'm sure you've seen her. She has a joke about our uh, her parents being first cousins. Ooh. Are were they? I think that that actually is kind of not popular <laughs> but i'm gonna say all the kids are doing it not really? unheard of in the south B, that was just a joke but i'm pretty sure she's serious yeah i, I think don't, the joke I mean, is that she's serious yeah <laughs> we'll have her on the podcast we'll talk about it yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't know sally like i mean the damage is done their kids are grown i don't think there's any reason for them to divorce but her kids are gonna get so messed with because of this. Yeah. 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 I agree. I mean, I you fail one have... test and oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> your cousins, your parents are cousins. Right. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to make yeah, like, them I'm... overachievers. They're going to be like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> this is not breeding. Like, as a mom, I'm embarrassed to be on TikTok just because I'm a mom on TikTok. <laughs> but if I was a mom on TikTok posting about how I was married to my cousin, that's like extra embarrassing. Sorry, my dog's <laughs> I was just reading this article. This is like not funny, but actually very sad but this article about all these influencer kids who like grew up like now they're like becoming adults like the kids who start like whose parents made them like youtube stars mm -hmm. and now they're like becoming 18 and one there's no protection for them like even though they've worked their whole lives they there's nothing that says they get any of that money oh, and two wow. a lot of these kids are just like super resentful because they had to carry their whole family like their parents oh. like quit their jobs and stuff and they're like oh basically yeah. they never asked me if i wanted to do it and anytime i said i didn't they'd be like well i guess dad and i have to get real jobs now oh, <laughs> like, terrible oh parents. my god there are going to be so many dark documentaries about yeah. it yeah because yeah, all those so kids many. are like coming of age now and yeah it's like the first generation of people who you know like the ryan ryan's world of the world yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy those kids. So you guys have kids. Oh, My yeah. kid's the opposite. He begs to have a YouTube channel. He's a gamer. He wants oh, to talk same. about his game. And I'm like, I don't want to have you on there doing that. No. Yeah. I mean, I like, you know, I maxed that one video of him that went super viral. I learned yes. my lesson of like how uncomfortable it really was to have people talking about your child. And like, yeah. he is no longer on the internet. <laughs> Like he, I took down every video of him. Like I just was like, this, it makes me sick the way people are talking about my kid. And I, he doesn't, he didn't ask for this. He doesn't deserve it. And I don't need this. Like, this isn't, why do I, why do I need this for him or for it's me? It's upsetting because you know? that's such a funny video and he's so cute in it. And I can't believe yes. when you get that much that many views that you're going to find the nasty people are going to be mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny. Cause like, I mean, when I posted it, I have 400 followers, you know what I mean? So I really didn't think like, yeah. I know that's what most people say. Like, I just never thought that would be go viral. I just really didn't had no vision for how crazy it would get. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I, I really am now like very much like, yeah, Max is, of course, he's like, I want to be a gamer when I grow up. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. (laughs) You can be a gamer. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. A gamer and an artist. Okay. More successful in all of us is what I'm trying to say. I mean, probably. (laughs) Probably. Um, All right. Well, I love that. Um, Not for them, but um, I always love a good what what are people doing on TikTok story. So (laughs) we're on Um, people.com. Diane, this is the part of our guest episodes when we like to say, what did you bring us? Entertain us now. Yeah. What are you going to do for us? What have you done for us lately? Your Dance, turn. monkey. Dance. <laughs> I'm going to. And I, yeah. I am so excited to tell this story. I did it. Okay, so I sent this story. I wrote it into you guys when your podcast was very young. And uh, you yes. guys read it and you thought it was very funny. And last year, I actually told it on stage. And I was so hesitant because it talks about poop. We're talking about poop. Yeah. Um, everybody poops. <laughs> but it's so funny. <laughs> it's a it's a love story about how I found my very best friend, Michelle. Like we were already friends, but this was the moment, the defining moment where I was like, this is my best friend. Um, so disclaimer. I am so excited for this. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> so disclaimer, if you don't like hearing that girls poop, don't listen to this, I guess. But you're lame. You can deal with it. So <laughs> you guys, you guys are tough, toughen up, toughen up. So my friend Michelle and I went out, we had a plan to go bar hopping and this was like a decade ago, maybe. And, uh, we hadn't done it in a while. So we were starting on this one street in Houston. It's called Westheimer and there's a lot of bars and we started early at this one bar. So we go in, we get our first drink and then you get, I got that, that, that gurgle in your stomach at that one where you're like, <laughs> Oh God, this is going to happen in like a minute. Like that one where uh, it makes you just, there's no going home. No. And it makes you want to cry and you feel like your face turns green and you're like, what? and you know, it's something you ate. You're not sick. You're like, something's real bad. And so (laughs) I was like, Oh, Michelle, I got to go to the bathroom. And luckily it was so early in the bar. Hardly anybody was there. I was like, this is perfect though. There's hardly anyone in here. I probably just do it real fast and get out. So I go to the bathroom and it's like two stalls. And I'm like, come on, man. Give me like a 10 stall. Give me an airport bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like give me either a 10 stall yeah, or a yeah, one Yeah, or stall. one. Yeah. Lock the no door. In between. Give me one. <laughs> exactly. Like so, you yeah. need to be totally anonymous or I just need to be alone. <laughs> so yeah, you walk in the door, there's two stalls and a sink. And I'm like, oh God, Okay. So I go in there and, and I do and I'm doing all the right things, the courtesy flush as you're going. And it is, <laughs> I don't know what I ate, but it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Like <laughs> the smell is so bad that even I'm like, God, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and right at when it's like I'm flushing, I'm almost done, and the peak of like it's I was like, I it's permeating the whole room. I hear what Sounds like a gaggle of women coming down the hall. Like, I don't know, I don't know. There must have been like six of them. It's like oh a my God. bachelorette party or something. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's like a girl's night out. We're going. And I'm like, no, don't come <laughs> And the door opens. And you know, they're all talking at once. And the minute the door opens, 
I don't even have to see their faces. It goes silent. Like they smell it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, just turn around, just leave. But they don't. If I was the leader of that group, like we're all like walking in, you know that they're like, oh my God. Yeah. I would have been like, go, go, go give her privacy, go, go. Like, Everybody we'll get, come back. Yeah, they had a bad leader. Because <laughs> obviously they can see that somebody is still in there and it is happening. <laughs> so it's crazy to me that they stay, they pile into this little one and one goes into the stall oh next God. to me. And I'm like, get out! <laughs> like, get out of this moment. <laughs> so they're just quietly waiting. And I was like, okay. You're going to deal with it. I'm going to just, I'm going to toughen up. I'm going to walk out Good of this bathroom. And I was like, I'm not going to do the thing where I put my head down, act like it's not happening. I was like, I had to give myself a pep talk. Like, I'm going to look them right in the eyes. And that's what I did. I opened the door. <laughs> Each individually. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. I did that. That's what you get for staying. Rude. <laughs> I look right at them. I wash my hands. I walk right past all of them. I can't believe one of them's going to go in there after me, but that's their <laughs> choice. I walk straight out to the bar to Michelle and I said, I shit, it stinks. We have to go. That's what I said. I shit, it stinks. We have to go. And her reaction was, okay, like, okay. And then so we just gather our stuff, pay the bill. And I'm just like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And, um, we're, we leave the bar and I'm rushing like, cause we're going to bar hop and we're waiting across the street and just go to the next bar across the street. So when we get to the street, she stops me and she goes, Diane, what happened? Why did you shit in the sink? And I was like, <laughs> what? She was like, why did you shit in the sink? And I was like, is that what you thought I said? <laughs> Did you think I said, Michelle, I shit in the sink. We have to go. And your reaction was, okay. 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 And I was like, Michelle, you are my best friend. (laughs) That's a good friend. Ask no questions. Because I was like, if you had come out and said, I shit in the sink. We have to go. I'd have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have some questions. Like, we're going to go. <laughs> but I was, it was the moment, like, she was so like, whatever you need, bitch, I'm here with you in this moment. And I was like, yeah, you, you would help me bury a dead body, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's a good one, that Michelle. That was my kid. And you guys are still friends. Oh, yeah. She's my best friend. I was the maid of honor in her wedding. (laughs) We're very, very close. That's amazing. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. I love that you were like, yeah, I'm going to look him right in the fucking eye. Like, good. (laughs) I love that. I would have just sat there until they left. I would have sat there until they left. There was too many of them. (laughs) (laughs) They were going to go pee one by one in that one just as you sat there. (laughs) I've always thought that, um, you know, like hotel rooms, there's like a do not disturb sign or whatever, whatever. I feel like bathroom stalls should have a sign that you flip that says like, it wasn't me, you know, (laughs) or, but maybe there should be another side that says, it was me. <laughs> 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 
You know? Yeah, I fucking like do you just turn the sign and like look everybody right in the eye. It's fucking me. I mean Love come it. on. I, I may have said this this story when I when we read your story the first time, but when uh when my best friend, Dr. Dudefuck, and I were hiking the Appalachian Trail, there was a point where we're on the trail and she she had like that. I've got to, I, I have like, something's happening right now. And of course there's like no bathroom anywhere. So you're just like having to go behind. She only made it like maybe 20 feet off the trail, not even 10 feet off the trail behind a rock. And so she's just like behind a rock shitting and I come down the trail and, and I, I'm, I, she is doing this. I come up the trail, I have my headphones on and I was like, Hey, and she goes, my ass is exploding. Like she's yelling because she thinks I have something on. Oh man, my ass is exploding. And right as she's saying that, I'm coming down the trail and there's this family because it was a Saturday. We didn't realize it was a Saturday and we were very close to like a road. And so then there's this family coming up the trail who is locking eyes with me just as oh she's my God. not hidden behind a rock, just behind a rock, very clearly shitting. And then she's like yelling. holding a rock, holding, holding a tiny rock, just like <laughs> yelling at me that her ass is exploding. And they just like scurry by. And she was like, Oh, do you think they heard me? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody heard that. Oh. So, so perfect. Oh, so great. I love it. I love it. I was going to say, yep. this is True why my husband, story. this is why my husband is so anti the communal bathrooms. We go to a lot of like nice restaurants now and they're all like um, new and hip. And it'll be like a bathroom with lots of individual stalls and a sink in the middle, but ev- boy, girls, yeah. everybody. And my husband doesn't like yeah. it. And he's like, we do terrible things in there. He's like, if I was a single guy, <laughs> Like, and this was like a bar and I'm a single guy and I see a cute girl and then she co- she sees me come out of a stall that I've just exploded in. He's like, no, keep them separate. We're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very rare that a woman will shit in a, like a big, you know, like with lots of stalls bathroom. Like, I think we avoid that at all costs, but men I prefer no not to. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, sure, Diane. Yeah, <laughs> Not what I heard. Don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it mm-hmm. happens. Obviously, yeah. it happens. Yeah. We've all done it. But yeah. I think that women will like would rather just hold it. And guys just don't like they just don't they and they don't think anything when they walk in the bathroom and some guy is like, just going to town. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that my husband said that because he's not your typical guy. Since the day we've met, yeah. he won't fart in front of me and he will go to the furthest restroom away from me in the house. He doesn't want me to smell his poop. If we're in a hotel Aww, for a weekend, what a gentleman. he'll hold it or go or like you and Charlie have to leave and I have to go to the bathroom. He's so protective of his poop. Yeah, he doesn't like it. No. That is a sweet, Does that go man. both ways? Um. I would prefer if I could fart in front of him, but he doesn't like it, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> the only time he let it go is when I was pregnant. Well, you know, when you're super pregnant, you can't help yeah, it. Yeah, and you can't help it. Yeah. So he actually thought it was so cute when I was like super pregnant and his side of the bed was right next to our bathroom. And I'd get up in the middle of the night to pee. And you know, the minute you sit down, you just fart when you're pregnant. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he would laugh because I would be so defeated and he would hear me just go, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, it's okay. You can't help it. <laughs> you should never apologize for a pregnant fart. I know. Oh, man. You guys would not survive in my house. We have a tidy house with one bathroom. And you can hear everything anybody's doing anywhere in this house. <laughs> I think not, that's you guys would closeness. I think that's intimate yeah. and I prefer it. <laughs> I don't know that my husband would agree. I think he would prefer if also if I was not as free as I am, but. Good for you. Yeah. yeah put it out there. Oh, God. I love awesome. that story, Diane, so much. And can you, what is the, what band is Michelle in? Because I know she was in Atlanta not that long ago and it was on a she Tuesday is. night and I was like, it started at 11. I would like yeah, really looked at it. I was like, maybe I can go out on a Tuesday night. And I was like, oh no, I can't. No, uh, she's in she's in a shoegaze band called Blushing, and they're out of Austin, and they're getting really really big. They played like a really big venue here recently, where I was like, "Holy shit, you're rock stars!" But um, <laughs> and you know, most shoegaze music, you just think of like the title says, where it's all just kind of like boring and slow. But no, they bring it. They rock out. Any picture you see of Michelle, her hair's like a troll doll flying. She, her, and Christina lay on the floor. They go into the crowd and lay on the floor and play like they jam. It's really, really good music. So it's called Blushing. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Blushing. Awesome. Check, it out. check out Michelle. All right. um, okay. So let's do something dumb and something we love. All right. Let's do it. Um, I will start. I have anything dumb this week. Um, I mean, I was just on spring break, which was great. So I can't complain. I just had a week just, you know, in the mountains, which is great. Um, but I do have something I love. I mean, one, I love that you're here, Diane. It's always so great to see your face. Um, but I also love that, uh, one of our listeners and also my good friend and former coworker, um, Keith Seiler, he wrote a children's book and it, it, this looks like, uh, this looks, I'm holding it up for people listening, but it, it is all, it, it got wet. And so that's why it looks so wrinkly. Um, but it's called when a lot, when a lobster whistles and it's all about different idioms and different, uh, like kids, like around the world, Aww. um, in different languages. And it's really sweet. And like the illustrations are amazing. Wow. And, really um, and he sent it to me and he, he's a big dumb love fan. And he was like, it's all about love. And so I knew you guys would love it. So, um, he sent Aww. me, yeah, he sent me a copy and I'm just, I'm so excited to read it to Max and it's just really, I mean, Keith, he's just such a good person and um, so talented. So if you have kids, uh, check out When a Lobster Whistles, Never Ending Love Around the World by Keith Seiler, illustrated by Julie Sneedon. So cool. Yeah. I love that. I'm so proud of him. Um, I also went on spring break this week, too. I went to the beach with my family, um, and then we had Easter, and I love, I'll go backwards. I love that. I love that I got to have a little vacation and spend yeah. time with family. Um, what's dumb is that somebody put Easter right after <laughs> spring break. And I so spent like rude. all 
week just eating and drinking <laughs> and eating and drinking. And then yesterday was Easter and I have a big Italian family and it's all very, very heavy Italian food. And I am just like in so much pain today. I think I need to fast for like seven days to feel normal again. You're just like gluten, 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 gluten. (laughs) Well, I eat gluten-free. Actually, a lot of my family has celiac. So I eat gluten-free, but it was like a pasta, pasta, gluten-free pasta, pasta, meatballs, um, (laughs) gluten-free. But also – and also like my mom gets this really great like gluten-free Italian bread. Mm. And um, and, and it's just so it's just like bread, bread, bread. Like oh. they make such good gluten free stuff now. We were we had gluten free yeah. pinolis mm. and Ita- like all this stuff, and I ate it all, and I can't move. Oh. I am stuck. <laughs> <laughs> so much pain, but I um, but I had a great I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? Um. Yeah, you know what's so funny is I was driving home from we have a ranch uh, about two hours away here, and uh, that's was, so cool. I love that. I'm so jealous. It's 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 not ours. It's Corbin's dad's, but um, it's the family ranch. And we my husband my kid had a four day weekend for Easter, and we invited our friends out, and it had poured down rain. And I was like, oh no, it's going to ruin our friends coming out. Yeah. But everyone leaned into it so hard, and these friends I hadn't seen in a long time, and. They showed up with their kids in changes of clothes, mud boots, like, let's do this. And we took the Polaris out and just, like, got muddy. And the kids had a great time. They saw the cows. Uh, It was just one of those, like, refreshing weekends that you reconnect with your friends. We've all been so busy and Mm. just had, like, a really, really nice time together. And, you know, sometimes you're just in that moment where you pause and you're like, this is good. Like, this, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's awesome. something I love. And the whole drive home, I was like, I got to think of something dumb. I got to think of something dumb. It was a- <laughs> <laughs> I think it was another shooting. That's always dumb. I, mean, I think we think we can do that every episode. Was now. there another yeah. shooting yeah. since Nashville? Yeah, in Kentucky. What? Yeah. Oh, have my God. Looked- I guess I've, I haven't looked at the news today. Was it, it today? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Well, there's... Yeah, so dumb enough. Dumb. Holy and, fucking and there's a dead cow on my ranch. That was dumb. I wasn't ready to see that. Oh, <laughs> so, no. Yeah. They're not our cows. They lease the land. But, you know, you're hanging, you're driving out with the kids, and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like I've never seen a dead body <laughs> oh. like that. It was a big yeah. dead old cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we all. tried to uh, we tried to record this once before. We mentioned <laughs> it last week, but um, we tried to record this once before, and you were at your ranch, yeah. And it turns out the internet surprise, surprise, the internet not was not great. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it was like you just like freeze framed, and us being like, maybe. <laughs> no, we're like, I'm sorry, guys. Hear you. Another time. <laughs> another time. Another time. Um. Well, it has been just so lovely to have you on. Oh. We love seeing you and we'll have to have you back um, again because you always have like the best stories. And Well, um, I you told know, you guys all. before, we all have our podcasts that we listen to every week and Dumb Love is one of the ones I will not miss. Like I get so excited on Tuesdays. Like it's loved, it's Dumb Love, it's Lady Journey. These are my favorite days. And so I love you guys yeah. equally. Awesome. Uh-huh. We love oh, you. Yes, we are the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. Well, we love you. And thank you so much for um, coming on. Can you tell everybody where they can find the podcast, where they can find you online? Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, Rock the Cash Bar podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on all the streaming things. Uh, here's my little koozie. This is what the logo looks yeah. like if you're watching. Awesome. Um, and then online, I had my Instagram hacked. So now it's the Diane Gallagher. Oh, no. I, it was like back in a year ago, but it's Diane with two N's. Uh. So the Diane Gallagher on Instagram, but Rock the Cash Bar podcast on website, Twitter, um, uh, YouTube, Instagram, everything. You, you can just Google it. And make sure awesome. you subscribe. Um, yes, follow Diane everywhere because she's always a good follow. You always post funny things okay. and you have great stories. So, And you'll get to see yeah. the ranch probably in pictures. Yeah. So um, you can find us everywhere on the internet. We're at Dumb Love Podcast. Um, you could rate and review. You could tell a friend. We would love that. Yeah. We would love it if you did all of those things. We would be your best friends. And we would mm. totally go with you if you shot in the sink. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We dumb love you so much. And don't forget to get out there and do something dumb for love. Dum,